to share a short word. So the beginning of this week's parsha begins, Vaichi Yaakov, Beretz Mitzrayim, Ami, what does it say? Shva Esrei Shanav. He lived for 17 years. You know, the word 17 is the numerical value of the word Tov. Tet Vav Bet, 9, 6, 7. So we say that the best years of Yaakov was in Egypt. The best years. Then the verse says, Vayhi kol yimei shnei chai Yaakov. How was it in total? Mea shana, v'arbaim shana, v'sheva shanim. 147 years. That was the total life. Now, interesting is in the Pasuk before, it says when he came to Pharaoh, and he says, so says to Pharaoh, he says to Pharaoh asks him, Kama yimei shnei chayecha, how old are you? He asked him. Pharaoh asked Yaakov, how old are you? How are the years of your life? How many years? Ah, shnei. Shnei, yeah. Kama yimei shnei chayecha. So he says, Yimei shnei chayai mea ushloshim shana. Ma'at v'raim hayu yimei chayai to the, my parents' life. He says, I had a very hard life because uh, Yaakov, as you know, had a hard time. Even in his mother's womb, in the stomach from his mother, when he, before he was born, already Esau was fighting with him. And they were fighting. And they used to go by the shul. Yaakov wants to go out. They go by the Zara. Esau wants to go out. And from there we know the story that Esav wanted to kill him and we know that he went to Lavan and he tried to cheat him, his uncle. And then he had the story with Dina. His daughter was captured by the people over there. And then after all this, Esav, we learned he had all the tsarot. So he went through a lot of trouble. So then finally, Vayichi Yaakov, he lived. You know, you can sometimes exist, but sometimes you can live. Exist means, you know, you push through every day. You know, it's another day. You mark it off on the calendar, you know, another day. Vayichi means he lived, that it was a good life, enjoyed life. He had, not talking about any physical job, but he was, had nachas. What was his nachas? His nachas is, he lived in Mitzrayim, notwithstanding it was a strange land, it wasn't like Eretz Canaan, which had Avram Yitzchak lived there though, most of the time. But Beklal, you know, Egypt in the Torah is considered to be a very low amongst the nation. It's considered to be a very a promiscuous, a very low place because the Torah says like, Kimaasei Eretz Mitzrayim asher yishavtem bo lo tasun. Eretz Canaan also have a there was a matchup between Eretz Mitzrayim and Eretz Canaan. Like who is uh, more gross? Yeah? Like America today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't need no examples, you know, minutes on its own. Yeah. But, anyways, but you have to understand so it says, Yaakov, coming in the land, he says his son was a busy man. His son was the vice president or the vice to the Paro. He was running the government. Matter of fact, that Paro didn't even 
get involved so much. He let Yosef, he gave him the ring and he said, do with what you want. And Yosef was, Yosef was busy. And then Yosef also raised two of his children, Menashe and Ephraim. <coughs> he raised them and they raised them like mentioned, like uh, children of, grandchildren of Yaakov. So Yaakov had real nachas seeing this for 17 years. So they explain, that's why it says 17 years. Now, if you total 17 with 130, how much is 17 130? How much? 147. 147. So how come the pasuk has to say again 147? It's 17 and it's 130. We know it's 147. Why does it have to say? Because he had so much nachas that at the end it sort of made up for all the tough years that he had. 147 years he enjoyed it that it sort of compensated. It made up for the bad years, for the difficult years that he had, for the struggles and all the uh, hardship and all the heartache that he had. It sort of made up. But the point over here is everything in the parsha talks about after Yaakov's death, because not everything, but you say preparing for his death. Because right in the beginning you say he lived 17 years, but we don't see anything about the 17 years that he lived there. Then it says all of his life was 147, and then it goes away to say, he says, Yosef, I want you to bury me in Marat HaMachpelah, he told him to swear to him, and then he gathers his sons, he blesses them, but these are all things that are done close to the time of passing. And then later on we read about, they buried him actually, so it's talking about, about their passing. It talks about Yosef and how after Yaakov passed away, they were worried that maybe Yosef is going to take revenge, was going to get back because they sold him, they caused him all this tzarot, so maybe he's going to pay them back. They were worried. So, oh yeah, but that's why we say, I have to learn from Yosef. Not only did he not pay them back, but he paid them hagomel lachayavim tovot. He paid those who were guilty. He paid them with kindness. He did them, didn't, didn't give them back. Until Yosef. So it all talks. But yet the parasha is called Vayichi. Vayichi Yaakov. Even though most of the stories are related to after his passing. Same thing with Chayi Same thing with Chayi Sarah. Same idea. The Rebbe brings out the same idea. Yeah, a physical idea. But it's interesting, but specifically by Yaakov, it's a very interesting thing. By Avraham and Yitzchak, we find, it says by, that they died. It says that by, by Yaakov, the Torah doesn't say he died. The Torah says by Yigva. Yeah, by Yigva. Yigva means he expired. By Yosef. So Rashi makes it, Rashi says, Abel Misa Lonemarbo. Mita Lonemar, he didn't die. So how could that be? So, says, so the Gemara, this is actually the Gemara in Tanit. The Gemara says, Yaakov Avinu Lomet. He went to heaven alive. Oh, wait. So Frank, the Gemara, the Gemara says, hey, wait a minute, you know? The Gemara asks, but wait a minute, how could you say he didn't die? But we learn that they embalmed him. We learned that they eulogized him. We learned that they buried him. If he didn't die, but 
How could they do all the things? The Gemara says, Ma zaro b'chaim afu b'chaim. Ma zaro, whose children. Zaro b'chaim afu b'chaim. That means like this. Sometimes people look at death as a cessation of life. You end it, okay? You lived here in this world, and now, boom, gone. Now you're buried and gone. But by tzaddikim, the people that live the river Jordan, that the real their real life is a havat Hashem, a yirat Hashem. That life continues in this world. How does it continue? Yeah, zaro b'chayim. Yeah, because all of us continue the life of the tzaddik. If we do the life of the tzaddik, and the same thing is true when children remember their parents and they say Kaddish for them, they keep alive. That's basically a hemshech. It's not, yeah, physically they're gone. That's, you know, that you can't help. It's gone. But on a spiritual level, the parent's life manifests itself in the lives of the children. That's why it's so important to continue to say Kaddish and to uh, remember them, give tzedakah to be able to Continuously continue the Zara B'chaim. So Vayichi Yaakov in Mitzrayim through his children, because even being in such a difficult place, and he says, America, you know, today there are so many distractions, there are so many things pulling at the us, you know, in different ways. It's hard to remain, especially we've been waiting for Mashiach for so many years. And it's challenging. And yet, we have the amuna, the strong amuna, and the bitachon, every minute that he's coming, that is zaroba chayim. That's the love. So Hashem should help that it should be literally when everybody will be together. Amen.